Thanks for listening to the Tower Hill Church Podcast. Our prayer is that today's message will challenge and inspire you to pursue Jesus and to love people to life. If you got your Bibles, turn with me to the Romans chapter 10 this morning. We're in our series, Send Me. Our missions month, that's our, that's, our, that's our theme, Send Me. And you know, and what we mentioned this in a few moments, that scripture in Isaiah 6, 8, it's basically the Lord asking who, who will go for us. And it was after Isaiah had this encounter with God that he was able to say, here am I, send me. Here am I, send me. And we, as we're going to look at this whole thing, the message that we're sent to share. How many know there's a message that you and I are sent to share? Amen? Matter of fact, look at Romans chapter 10, verse 8. And this is actually, Paul take, took this from the book of Deuteronomy. This is, he says, in fact, it says, the message is very close at hand. It's, it's on your lips and in your heart. The message is the very message about faith that we preach. Now look at what it, this, this statement here. He says, the message is at hand. It's on your lips and in your heart. He, you know what he's basically saying? He's basically saying, preach the good news. You say, well, what's the good news? The good news is, what did Jesus do for you? You know, you, you, uh, my, our brother's talking about going to Bible school, and he's preparing for ministry, and those are all things good. But how many know sharing the good news, you don't have to, it's not about theology. It's about telling what Christ has done for you. See, I can share my, my testimony, and nobody can argue against that. Why? Because it's on my lips, it's in my heart, because I've had a life change. And I can share that with anybody and everybody. You know, I had a guy I, I was playing golf with one time, and he, was, he claimed to be an atheist. And as he claimed to be an atheist, we sat down after we got through playing golf, we drank drinking, I had a, 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 a Coke, and we're sitting there talking. And I just began to share with him how Christ changed my life. The encounter that I had with Christ. And as I shared that with him, he couldn't argue scripture. He was ready to get into an argument, but he couldn't argue with me. All he could do is sit back and say, oh, oh, oh. And he said, and after I got in, he goes, that's amazing. You know, but he didn't believe in God. But here's the thing. The message is a very simple message. It's the message that you have, how God has changed your life. Yes, it, you, need, you need to study the Word. Yes, you need to know doctrine. Yes, you need to know theology. But when you've had a personal relationship, that's really what they want to see. They want to see a changed life. And they, you need to share that story, that good news with them. Amen? And that's the message that we have to share is the good news. And that's what the gospel means. The word gospel means good news. And the good news is how God changed my life. Now look at Romans uh, verse uh, 9. He says, if you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. It's a simple message, isn't it? It's a very simple message. And then he says in verse 10, for it is by believing in your heart that you're made right with God and it is openly declaring your faith that you are saved. See, we're saved, but God wants you to declare it. Amen. That's the message that we are to speak. We're to declare what Christ has done for us. How many in this room have made a commitment to Christ? You're saved this morning. Now, let me ask you, do you have a story? Do you have a story? Do you have a story that you can tell? Do you have a story that you can share? Because if you don't have a story, I want to encourage you to get, get things right and let God have an encounter with God, and you'll have a story. My story was, I mean, I never get tired of telling my story because it's, it's like it was just yesterday. See, my story was... 
I grew up in church, knew what church was all about, but I didn't really care about anything when I became a teenager, except for I wanted just to have fun. And I went, to a, I went to a service one Sunday night with my sister who asked me to go. I really didn't want to go. But I went because I had nothing else to do. I went there and they got, through the, they got to the altar call. I didn't want to get saved. I wanted to leave that place. I knew church was over. And I told my sister, let's go. And she said, just wait, just wait. And we waited and they drugged the altar call. Anybody ever been in one of the services they drugged the altar call out? Is there one more? Is there one more? Is there one? And I, that was that serve. And they just kept, all of a sudden I'm standing there and I'm, I got a grip on the pew. I'm ready to get out of this place. And all of a sudden this, this lady taps me on the shoulder and I turn around and she says, honey, wouldn't you like to give your life to the Lord? And I said, no, ma'am, I sure don't. And I turned back around and grabbed the pew. I mean, I'm, I mean that's where I was. I was. I'm not moving. And it seemed like forever and ever and ever they kept giving the altar call. All of a sudden this lady says, honey, are you sure you don't want to give your heart to Christ? I looked at her with all intentions of saying no, but something broke on the inside. And I said yes, and I ran to the altar that night and radically changed my life. I'm here today because God saved me. I have, the, I have a story to tell how God has kept me. And, and you know, just before I went, to, uh, gave my heart to Christ, two weeks, before, uh, two weeks uh, before my 18th birthday, I was going to a friend who we were going to have my 18th birthday party. I'd already made it. I drank a little bit, but not a lot. But I was planning on trying anything and everything they had. Honestly, I, I mean, I was, that, that already made up my mind. That's what I was going to do. I never went to that 18th birthday party. God spared me from all of that because he transformed my life and gave me a story. See, this is the message, the message of the cross, the message of what Jesus Christ, how many know church? It's for everyone. It's for everyone. The message is for everyone. Look at this in Romans 10, 11 through 13 and 14. Well, really, he says, as the scripture tells us, anyone who trusts in him will never be disgraced. Jew and Gentile are the same in this respect. They have the same Lord who gives generously to all who call upon him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Look at that, church. Will be saved. This message is for everyone. It doesn't matter what your nationality, your background, whatever. The word of God, the good news is for everyone. And you say, Pastor, I just have a hard time really breaking in. Like AJ was sharing about having a hard time to break in. You know, if I, I can sit down in a casual conversation. It doesn't take me long to be, I can actually talk, begin to share my story. Because I'll just, I'll just say, hey, do you, let me tell you what's happened in my life. And the people want to know what's happening in your life sometimes, sometimes. But, you, the, but the message is for everyone. It's for everyone. who And church, the thing about it is, you and, our, you and I are sent to tell this message. We are sent to tell this message. Amen? Aren't we, church? Look what it says. And this scripture says, listen, listen to these verses. But how can they call on him to save them unless they believe in him? And how can they believe in him if they have never heard about him? And how can they hear about him unless someone tells them? And how can anyone go and tell them without being sent? See, this is why the scripture says, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. There's those four questions. Think about what the, Paul writes here. He says, how can they call on him to save them unless they believe in him? But then he says, they can't really believe in him unless they hear about him. And he says, then they, they really can't hear it without somebody going and telling them. And that person can't go and tell them unless somebody sends them. 
unless they are sent. Can I tell you, every one of us is sent to the world. Every one of us is sent to the world. You are sent to where God has placed you to be a light in a dark place. I had a guy in Florida, in my church in Florida, I pastored. He came to me one day and he says, he goes, Pastor, I did, would you pray that God would give me a new job? He goes, I hate my job. The people there, they, they're, they're, they're just so full. They're vile. They, they party. They drink. They do all these things. And I just, I don't want that environment. I want, I want God to take me out of that environment. You know what I said to him? I said, listen, God has placed you in a place that you can be a light in a very dark place. You can be the person who's going to share the good news of the kingdom of God. You can share your story with them. God's placed you. And so you want to leave the mission field that God has sent you to? Every place, church, think about this. You, where your workplace, God has sent you there. God has placed you there. You have an opportunity to make an impact in somebody's life. You need to be praying. We all should be praying. Say, God, give, give me a divine appointment at, all, at the office. You've sent somebody across my path that I can minister to, that I can sit, share this good word, the good news with. Because, church, we are sent into the world. Matter of fact, the scripture talks about in Matthew 28, 19, we're to go into all the world, amen, and share. And see, here's the thing. We can't excuse ourselves for not sharing the word of God or sharing the good news. We are called. We are called to do that. And see, the th problem a lot of time, times people have, well, I've shared my faith and nobody gets saved. Can I tell you the results are not up to you? The results are not up to you. The results are up to God. All he does, he asks us to be faithful with sharing the message. He's called us to, he's asked us to be faithful with sharing the message of Christ. See, here's the deal. We either, we plant or we water. That's all we do. We plant or we water. We don't, we, the results is in God's hands. Look at this. In 1 Corinthians 3, 6, it says, I planted, Paul says, I planted this, the seed in your heart. Apollo watered it. Apollos watered it, but it was God who made it grow. See, the results of somebody getting saved is not why I share the good news. Yes, I wanted to get saved, but I want to be obedient because I love the Father. I want to tell my story, and I want to plant the seed, and maybe I might be the one watering it, maybe. Maybe somebody's already shared something with them, and they have the truth, and the seed's been planted in their heart, and God sends up me along to water. Or maybe I'm planting, and somebody else is going to water. But the, that's all God's asked us to do. Amen. Now, you might be the one that all of a sudden they break and they, they come to know Christ and, and they give their hearts over to Christ. But here's the deal. I don't I don't look for results. I just want to look for the opportunity to share the good news. I want to be able to tell my story and see nobody can argue with my story. And nobody can argue with your story. Now, look what he says on in here. He says, it's not important who does the planting or who does the watering. What's important is that God makes the seed grow. Who makes it grow? Not you. you you're just, God's using, you're the, you're, the, you're the person dropping the seed or you're the person watering it. But God's the one that makes the seed grow. Now look at this. He says, the one who plants and the one who waters work together with the same purpose. What's the purpose? We want Jesus to be lifted up. We want Jesus to be brought to life in people's hearts and lives. And both will be rewarded for their hard work. Then he says, he says, for we are both God's workers and you are God's field. You are God's building. God's doing the work. See, that's all he's asked for us to do is either water or scatter seed. 
And every time you share your life, the life of Christ, to share the good news, you're planting the seed. And God's going to make it grow. But he's asked us to be faithful in doing that. Amen, church? But here's the thing. Will we, are we willing to go? Are we willing to go? You know, as a Pentecostal church, we, uh, we, we believe in the baptism of the Holy Spirit. But sometimes people mis- misunderstand the proper use of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. How many know it's not just for us to have a good time in church? It's not just for us to speak in tongues or gifts of spirit. It's what? It's to embolden you to be a witness for Christ. That's what the Holy Spirit's main purpose is, is to make you a bold witness for Christ. And see, church, we've got to be willing to go. He says, verse 16, he says, but not everyone welcomes the good news. For Isaiah prophet said, Lord, who has believed our report? Now think about Isaiah. He said, this is when he said that. Before he could go and share the good news, he had to have an encounter with God, right? And after that encounter with God, that's where you see Isaiah 6, 8 come into hand, where God said, who, who will go for us? And Isaiah was able to say, here am I, send me. God is looking to send you out to do great works for his kingdom. Amen? You see, it's only after Isaiah had this encounter with God, church, that he was able to go. And I believe that's the same for us. We need to have such an encounter with God that we're so stirred about this thing that we want to go and share with everybody what Christ has done. With I love what our brother said. He said, he, when, after he got saved, all he wanted to do is tell people about Jesus. You know, when I first got saved, that's all I wanted to do. I just wanted to tell people about Jesus. I mean, I remember going home after that night I got saved, and I went home, and my older brother, I, I shared with my, my, my brothers about getting saved, and my older brother just laughed at me. But you know what? God had a plan. God was working. God did the work. And you know what? I'm here today because of Jesus Christ. I'm here today because God saved me. God delivered me. God's healed me. God's done great works in me. I just thank God for what he's done. Because we will, none of us would be where we are today without Christ. And we need to share the good news of what, how he's changed our life. See, faith comes by the word of God. We, when we preach the word. See, when I, was, uh, when I was, before I came to know Christ, I knew what the word of God said. I'd heard the word. But you know what? All of a sudden, that night, the word of God broke in on me through the power of the Holy Spirit. But he says, so faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We've got to preach this word. Then faith can spring up in people's lives. Faith comes by hearing and understanding and doing the word. Amen. How many know it's not enough just to hear the word, but we've got to do the word? And church, we have got to do the word. Now, let me ask you this. There's a question. Did Israel hear and understand and obey the word? How many know they didn't? But, th- but look at this. He says, but I asked, I asked, has the people of Israel actually heard the message? Yes, they have. The message has gone throughout the earth and the words of, to all the world. He says, but I asked, did the people of Israel really understand? He says, yes, they did. For even in, time, in the times of Moses, God said, I will arouse you to jealousy through people who are not even a nation. I will provoke you to anger through the foolishness of the Gentiles. Now think about what he's saying. God is, Israel is his chosen people. But he said he, he, this gospel is going to everyone, even to the Gentiles. And see, church, how many know because of Israel's rejection, it's the Gentile salvation? Amen. The word was at first was he was dealing with the children of Israel. Now it's for everybody. 
This reject and their rejection is our salvation. Look what he says in verse 20. And later Isaiah spoke boldly of God saying, I was found by a people who were not looking for me. I showed myself to those who were not asking of me. And then he says, but regarding Israel, God says, all day long I opened my arms to them, but they were disobedient and rebellious. Church, the message that we have of how God saved us needs to be declared by all of us. By all of us. All of us are called to share the good news. All of us are called. Let's not neglect the good news and that what God has done for us like Israel did. We have been grafted in because of their rejection. And thank God for that. And God, here's the thing. We have a mandate to share the good news. We have a mandate. Not, you say, well, isn't that just for the pastor or for the missionary? No, we have a mandate. Look at 2 Corinthians 5, verse 20. So we are Christ's ambassadors, our representatives. God is making his appeal through us. Who's the us? Church, who's the us? Okay, who is the us? That's us. Us. That's us, okay? We speak for Christ when we plead, come back to God. Church, you and I are representatives of Jesus Christ wherever God has placed us. Now, let me just ask you something real quick. How are we doing with that as representatives of Jesus Christ? In your workplace, in school, where, or wherever God may place you during the week, how are you doing with being a representative, an ambassador? In other words, you're speaking on behalf of God into their life by just telling your story. I want, to, I want us to be challenged to say, God, get up in the morning and say, God, give me a divine appointment. Put somebody across my path that I can, I can either plant a seed or I can water today. That I can share the good news with of how Christ changed my life. Because, church, we have this mandate, and God says we are his ambassadors to help to bring people back into reconciliation with him. In verse 21, he says, For God made Christ, who never sinned, to be an offering for our sin, that we should be made right with God through Christ Jesus. You and I are made right with God because of our faith in Christ, and you have been renewed, you have a new life, the old things have passed away, and behold, all things become new. I don't know about you, but I felt the newness of life when I gave my heart to Christ. And I know he's renewing me day by day. And I thank God for that. And here's the deal. I have to be willing to share this good news. We are sent. Amen. How many believe you're sent? Are you, are you doing it? That's the question. Are we doing it? Are we showing the love of Christ to people? You know, the song that we sing says, uh, lead me in, with your love to those around me. Lead me in your love to those around me. How many of you know, church, we can't really show the love of Christ unless we've experienced the love of Christ. We can't be truly preach the good news unless we've experienced the good news. Do you have a story to tell? Are you telling your story? Are you being the witness that God has called us to be? I want to challenge us in this missions month. Not, not just to depend on the missionaries on the wall. But how many of you know all of us are missionaries? to our community, to your neighborhood, to the people around you. You are, you are an ambassador. You are a, you're on a mission that God has put in your heart. 
And if we're not doing it, who will? Like our brother said, if he doesn't go to some of these unreached people groups, who's going to go to them? Who will? Your neighbor. If you don't go to them, who's going to reach them? Who's going to share the good news with them? You know, Manchester, is, I, I'm telling you, in the city of Manchester, it's, it's sad what's going on right now. Last Saturday when my sister was here, we rode down through the city of Manchester. And as I went down through the city of Manchester, there's homeless people almost in every park in the city of Manchester. Matter of fact, by the federal courthouse right downtown, there, there's, there's tents that's up there where people are living there in tents. There's broken people all around us, and, and there, some of them are waiting for you and I just to share the good news with them. Tell your story to them. That they can, they can come into the saving knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. Church, if we truly believe that we have the answer and we stay huddled up right here, what good is that? That's like saying you have a cure for the virus, but you're going to hang on to it so nobody else can have it. When we go out these doors, you've heard me say it for years, go be the church. Go be the church. Go love somebody to life. Love them to life in Christ Jesus. I want to get up every morning and begin to say, God, give me that divine appointment. I want to look for somebody to share Christ with. I want to take the opportunity to love them into the kingdom. Amen? And see, like I said, all I got to do is share my story and let God do the rest. I've asked the worship team to come. Church, the message is not a hard message. It's your story. It's your story that you can share with everybody and anybody. And when you share your story, they can't, they, they, they can't refute it. Most people know how to argue about Scripture, don't they? You ever, ever talk to people about the words, a doctrinal issue? They know how to argue all of that. But they can't argue something that's truly happened in your life. Tell the story. Tell your story of how Christ changed you. That's the good news. Father, I thank you this morning for an opportunity just to share with your people this morning. And God, we just ask you, Lord, to help us. Empower us, O oh God, if you, by your Holy Spirit. And Father, help us to begin to look for people, how we can share the good news of Jesus with them. Father, not to be ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God unto salvation. The gospel, the good news about Jesus. How you died on the cross for me to take my sin away. To just remove it completely. That I am, being, I am a child of God because of my faith in Christ Jesus. And I've been given access into the very throne room of God because of my faith in Jesus Christ. Father, I can come into your presence and I can just fall before you or just draw near to you. And God, you're there to strengthen, encourage, and help, oh God. And God, I just pray this morning that God, we have a, we have a city here in Manchester and surrounding areas. There's broken people. There's broken people that need Jesus. And Father, if we don't go, who will? If we don't go, who will? Father, I pray, God, from, this, from today, God, we would just go out of these doors in a few moments, and God, with, with purpose, to share the good news. To tell our story of how Jesus changed us and transformed us.
Father, that we'd see, when we see people who are broken by sin out on the street corners or on the parks, God, we would, uh, we, we, our hearts would break with compassion. God, to want to do something. Not just say, oh, look at them. That's, but Father, that we'd want to do something to touch their lives, to plant seed in their life, to water the seed, whatever. And God, the results is in your hands. Father, I pray for Holy Spirit boldness to come upon your people. God, to be witnesses for you. Father, and we are sent to the world. And Father, there's times that we can't go across overseas to the world, but Father, we can use the resources that you've given us to send others. And I thank you, Lord, that the resources that you've blessed this church with in, in the missions, we've got over 90 ministries, God, locally and around the world that we're, we're supporting and help the ministries. Father, even in our own city, through Roca, through Teen Challenge, through His Ways Ministries, Father, for a new life home for women, for Royal Family Kids Camp. Lord, we're, we're doing what we can to touch our city, the brokenness in our city. Father, help us never to get weary in doing what you've called us to do. But Father, you've called us to be the church in this community. You've called us to love people to life in Christ Jesus. And I pray, God, that we would not neglect our responsibility. God, that we would just persevere and move forward. And Father, break past the fearfulness and just begin to share the good news of what Jesus is to us. I ask it in Jesus' name. Amen.